Hello and welcome back to Over My Dead Pod. I'm Holly Spear. I'm Kate Carter. And I'm Kylie Colwell. And today I'm going to be giving you guys the episode. So let's just hop right into it. So this is the murder of Missy Beavers. It is April 17th, 2016 in Melothians, Texas. Melothians is 25 miles southwest of Dallas. It has a population of a little bit over 18,000. There is a heavy thunderstorm passing through, so fitness instructor Misty Beavers would post on Facebook, if it's raining, we're still training, in the location of the class. Missy Beavers was the instructor of a fitness program called Camp Gladiator. Basically, it's an outdoor community-centered workout class. Since it was raining, Missy would be having the class indoors. Missy would be holding the class at the Melothians Creekside Church of Christ at 5 a.m. Missy arrived at the church at exactly 4.18 a.m. She was likely getting there early to set up her class, like her audio equipment, probably like weights and stuff. So she was going back and forth to her car, not knowing that her killer was already inside the building. We know this is the time that Missy arrived because the church has something that most places don't, and that is cameras. And really good cameras, like a lot of cameras. Working um, cameras? Working sh- turned wow. on <laughs> cameras. I mean, praise Jesus. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So Missy entered the main entrance and was captured by the first security camera. Missy goes through the main hallway of the room off to the side where she will be holding the workout class. The security cameras had already captured a disturbance at the church 28 minutes before Missy had arrived. This disturbance was at 3.50 a.m. A person in full police tactical gear, like helmet, pad, boots, full out, like riot, was captured on the security cameras in the church. By himself? Yes. So this is like what you would see when police are dressed up, literal riot. Like every inch of them is covered. They have a full helmet on. The gear is all black with police written in all caps across the front shoulders. So this person was captured on multiple cameras, and the police believe that this person entered through the church's kitchen area. The person had a headlight on on their helmet and is carrying what looks to be a hammer or a mallet. To me, it looked like they had one thing in one hand and one in the other because they were using it to like pry open doors in the church and go in, like look around and pilfer through things. So this is what like honestly drew me to this case because the police actually released the security footage and it's just so, it's so like creepy. my skin crawls. Um because the way that this person is just like lackadaisically like roaming through the halls of the church. They're just like honestly strolling. I'm about to play the video for you guys, but for anyone listening, pull it up, YouTube it. It is just very, very creepy. This person is just honestly strolling. Like he's strolling through the halls of this church. He's jiggling door handles, looking strolling. around. The person is just very nonchalant, which is what makes it so creepy. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about it. So they end up making a full lap, I think a couple times around the entire church. This is like a big church with like multiple different rooms. And I think Missy, when she entered, she was going into like just one room. At one point, they like kind of touched the wall for like stability almost. Someone in an interview described it as thinking that they were like tipsy because they're running their hand across the wall. Like he's not really doing much trying to open the door, but he's barely doing anything. Right, right. Is he going into the room? Some of them. And then some of them, he just like opens the door. And if you can see like he like looks directly at the camera, which is super creepy. He walks like a drunk man. Yeah. Yeah. The police talk a lot about his gait. That's how you walk. Yeah, yeah. 
whoever it is, because we don't know if it's a man or a woman. He has a super weird walk. Yeah, very distinctive walk. It's like his knees don't bend. His feet are pointed outward. (laughs) Okay, so Malothian's police department released that footage. That's crazy that they released that because they don't do that often. Yeah, that's when you know they're at the very end and they need help. One of the reasons that the police released this footage is to get leads from the public because this person's walk is very, very distinctive. They're duck footed. They have their feet turned out. And it's been said that the person may have an injury to their right leg or foot because they're very unsteady. So anyways, the person is walking at the same time, stabilizing themselves on the wall. They open a door that is unlocked and walk inside. I'm not sure how long they're in this room because I believe the film has been clipped from different cameras, but then they go to the next door in line. The door is locked. They jiggle the doorknob just casually. And when the door does not open, they take what in my opinion looks like some kind of like crowbar shaped stick and stick it in between the frame and the door and like tap it with a hammer. Exactly what you would do to like break a lock on a door. I guess that didn't work. The person kind of just like stands around. They turn around slowly, pretty much looking directly at the camera. Which I don't, in my opinion, I don't think they're surprised to see a camera. I think this is a person that knew that there was going to be cameras. Because why would you just conceal your identity so much if you thought that this place didn't have cameras? Anyway. And the way that he walked was just so weird. Not only, like, was his gait odd, but he just took his damn time. Was in no rush whatsoever. I mean, I just don't understand, like, why one of the theories, this was a robbery gone wrong. Mm -hmm. I don't know why you would rob a church. I don't know how much money you think is going to be in a church. I mean, I know there's, like, these crazy, like, mega churches, and there probably is money Mm -hmm. in churches, Mm -hmm. but you're opening, like, little probably like kids nurseries and stuff like why why do that it's almost to me it it looks like they're just like staging a robbery did he take anything so nothing was stolen from the church at all another thing i was going to bring up that i thought was really weird is if i was going to rob a place i would be dressed out in all black which i know i know the person was but i'd be like in like cat burglar ready to run you know slip Mm -hmm. in and like slither in and out you know like this maybe Because he can't run, shit goes down. Oh, I'm just a police surveilling. True. I'd be spraying the whole entire time. But still, he's just like very lazy about it. Very late. Yes, very lazy and just... It does look like he's drunk. So where the video ended, the person steps out of the door frame and the video cuts. We assume that they just like keep walking down the hall. I think they busted the glass of a room, but that's where that's where it ends. Missy was at this time going back and forth from her truck to the building, unloading her workout gear when it's assumed that she ran into this person, whether it be by accident or completely planned by the attacker. Missy's first attendee arrived at approximately 4.35 a.m. and two 911 calls were placed from the location at 5 a.m. So obviously her body was found by the first student of her class and Missy died from multiple puncture wounds to the head and chest. The weapon used was found alongside of her body. The police don't say what it is publicly, but they said it was consistent with the tool that the suspect was carrying. So I assume the mallet or a hammer or whatever. So just to talk a little bit more about the video, some people believe that it was a robbery gone bad or that this was calculated. The person appears to be looking for someone or something going through all the trouble of having on this police gear. In my opinion, it doesn't physically make sense to dress like that if you're going to rob a place. 
And it seems like that they dressed anticipating like an altercation. Some have speculated that the person was trying to stage a robbery gone wrong. And the police have confirmed that nothing was missing. And Missy was still wearing her wedding band. I think she had an iPad with her and maybe some more like sound equipment and stuff. Nothing was taken. So like you guys said, the walk of the suspect was really, really weird. But another opinion of mine is if you're going to be wearing this full out tactical gear, your walk is probably going to be different than usual anyway. Like if you Mm -hmm. put on all this gear and try to walk around, like I would be walking weird as well. I don't know. Take that for what it's worth. But that's just my opinion. In the beginning, the police called the suspect a he. Then later on, they backtracked and said it could be a woman that they were unsure because they released this video and people started saying it looks like feminine mannerisms. Like they have a feminine walk. I've never seen a woman walk like that, but I will say like... No, it looks like a ev- drunk man that has knee problems. Okay, like, I agree. Every, every man I know above the age of like 50 walks like that. Right? Okay. <laughs> giving boobs. like beer gut. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, walking like... Yeah, I don't know. It's giving my stepdad. Shout out Rodney. I know you're listening. So yeah, I didn't put too much merit into the the feminine walk and mannerisms because one, I didn't see it really. And two, like if you are wearing this tactical gear... I don't know why your walk would be normal, but anyway, so the police have confirmed that the person wearing the, this gear is, it's fake gear. So obviously this person was not used to wearing this all the time. It is confirmed that the suspect is between 5'2 and 5'8. Short an king. Many. And Jeez. the average height of an American woman is 5'4 and a man is 5'6. So what? That, that's the average height is 5'6 for a guy? That's what Google says. That means that means half of guys are under five six. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. What a sad world. Yes. Can I say my opinion? I think that that person was drunk or on something. The way that they were walking, that's what just looks like that, or they have some type of injury and mental health issues too. But to wear that, to open all the doors and look around, and then to not steal anything after you've done your bad stuff. I mean, to me, that just looks like a person who went in there to kill somebody. But I don't think it was targeted unless they knew they showed up every, you know, like every Wednesday and stuff like that or whatever morning it was. Well, and Missy did put her location on Facebook. Yeah. Could have been a coincidence. Could have not been. So you have two theories. It's drunk person cosplaying as a SWAT member, maybe going to steal stuff, maybe just doesn't have the energy to actually do it, judging off the video, and then just happened to run into Missy shit goes down or this was like completely because she posted online i'm gonna show up when she's there or before she gets there and then just stage stage all this so i also will say that women commit far less homicides in general than men statistically according to the federal bureau of investigation report data from 99 to 2012 report that men commit 90 percent of murders compared to women there are nine killings by men for every one by a woman um, in addition, men use guns two-thirds of the time, and women use the gun most of the time. Then there's the fact that Missy was hit multiple times in the face. So she's basically bludgeoned to death. I mean, she said multiple wounds to the head yeah. and chest, which to me kind of sounds personal or passionate, maybe. I could be wrong, but it was a robbery gone wrong, and you were stealing something, and someone caught you, just, like, knock them over the head. But to continue to, like, hit them until they're dead is a little weird to me they always say like the worse the mutilation oh like to the face usually the more likely it is that they know the victim yeah and i mean Mm. this this woman is small she's petite 
um, probably not that much over 100 pounds, like, and you're in full SWAT gear with a weapon, like, you could just hit her and run. And obviously, you've concealed your identity. So why do that, you know? So there's another video. Police also released a video of a vehicle of interest that an SWFA outdoor store captured. And this was a gun store near the church. They also have very good cameras outside, by the way. They captured a suspicious vehicle circling the parking lot of their store. Police released this video and asked the public to help them identify the person whose car this was or for the owner to come forward and explain so that they could be ruled out. The vehicle was a Nissan Altima. It looks like to be light in color, white, silver, beige, tan, I'm not sure. But you can see that the car is slowly circling the store and you obviously can't see inside the car, but you can see that they stop at every window, basically like canvassing the area. A few times they like drive by what was probably a window, turn their lights of their car off, sit there for a little bit, and then keep slowly driving. At one point, they also like roll their window down halfway and kind of stick their head out, stick it back in, roll it up. And people think that at that moment, there's been tons of people on YouTube, like slow the video down and try to see if they can see what the face looks like. A lot of people think that they can see the tactical gear in this video. I'm not really sure if I can see it, but some people think that they can. Like I said, the license plate, the letters are not really legible. I don't think they are. There's, again, a lot of people on YouTube that have like slowed down and enhanced the video and tried to guess what letters and numbers. But I will say that there's a pretty good video on YouTube. I'm not sure at the moment, like who it was that posted it, but they, they enhanced the video so much that they thought that you could see the handicap symbol before the letter started. I did think that I could see that one. Well, that makes but, sense with the limp, the gate. Yeah. The video on YouTube is really good. So check that out. I'm like 80% positive. This is a Texas license plate. I think there was something about in this year, Texas had these vehicle registration stickers that you had to have. And some people said that they saw those on the front or the back. I'm not sure. I don't know. Shout out to anyone listening in Texas that knows anything about that life. But yeah, the wheelchair thing would feed into the theory of the limp walk of the killer. So so let's talk about some theories. So the first motive the police considered was a burglary gone wrong, unable to find anything from the church. Like I said, she was found with her wedding ring, her purse, her iPad. So that's the first theory. We all know that we are going to start first looking at the husband, the husband, husband, Brandon Beavers. They were married in 1998 and they had three daughters together. Police obviously questioned Brandon. Brandon claims that he was in Mississippi fishing and the police confirmed this. They said that it checks out. So they did not go any further with that. Another family member that keeps coming up is Randy Beavers. This is Missy's father-in-law. Police's suspicions were aroused when a public report came out that Randy was seen bringing a bloodstained shirt to the dry cleaners four days after the murder. Police asked Randy to come in, and of course, this was like all over the local news and media, and a news station, I believe, captured a video of him walking in to be questioned at the police station. Let me show you Randy's walk, his gait, if you will. Ooh, this is about to get good. America's <laughs> Next Top Model. We're judging the walls. Mm-hmm. His feet oh, are outwards. He, he's he's got the beer gut. He's got the stance. He doesn't really move his neck, but his feet point outwards and stuff too. I see the similarities. I, I see it. But Randy told the police that the blood on the shirt was from his chihuahua, his family chihuahua that had gotten into a fight. They did test the blood on the shirt and they found that it was the blood of a dog and there was no human blood found on the shirt 
I'm sorry, Randy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I take it all back. I take it back. Randy was <laughs> telling the truth. And just like you said about the gait of this person's walk, I could name about 50 old Southern men that walk exactly like this. So the walk to me is kind of irrelevant. But anyway, we also know that Missy's husband was questioned, of course, and the police executed a search warrant. This warrant states that Missy was having marital and financial problems and that messages between her and her husband referred to extramarital affairs. A friend of Missy also brought police a creepy and strange message from an unknown male to Missy and the friend over LinkedIn less than four days before her murder. So I don't know who's trying to pick up women on like LinkedIn, but you're weird. Red flag. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just I do think like if you Google somebody, the first thing that comes up is their LinkedIn. So maybe somebody like stalking her. I don't know. It, yeah, I guess maybe because of her little fitness business. Police also believe that Missy might have conversed with the killer before the murder. Not sure why they believe that, but they've said that. However, in a vague statement, the police claim that they contacted the messenger from LinkedIn and they admitted to communicating with Missy, but that it was ultimately turned flirtatious and familiar. I don't know what the hell that means. I have no idea what that means and how that like rules them out as a suspect, but I guess the police probably know more information about that than they release, but seems seems suspect. I don't know. I guess they're not worried about it. Through all of this information found in the warrants, police have said that there was financial troubles with the Beavers and that they were struggling with their marriage and extramarital affairs. But then a spokesperson for the Midlothians police said investigators had not been successful in connecting any extramarital relations to a motive for the murder. So SWFA Outdoors, which was the store that captured the car around their parking lot, put out a $10,000 reward for any information leading to an arrest and grand jury indictment of the person or persons responsible. Missy's family, I believe, some I'm not sure who in her family, but they put out a reward of $40,000. And then the award was increased to $150,000, the help of two podcasters. Not not us, by the way. We wish, but it's not us. And then Nancy Grace actually did an episode on it. So she says, confirmed from three sources, that the family's new silence is because of a new person of interest who is connected to law enforcement, and they have become silent recently out of fear that the killer could strike again if stirred publicly. And that is where the case sits today. If there is a new person of interest, the police have not said that. You didn't even say that this was an unsolved case. You just went into it. You gave us no heads up that there wasn't an ending. Y'all know I do Unsolved. I love it Unsolved. <laughs> that is the story of the Unsolved murder of Missy Beavers. Is it theory time? Theory time. What do you think, Kylie? I don't think this was just like happenstance, spur of the moment. I think this was definitely planned. Like, um, why is somebody at a church at 3 a.m.? Just haphazardly walked around. Okay, everyone like in her life or close to her life has been like cleared apparently by police. You don't hire a hitman that walks like that. Yeah. I, I think that probably the Nissan Ultima that was captured in the lot across the street was probably the killer kind of looking and seeing, looking across the street at the church to see like who's there, like what's going on. If it was a robbery though, why would you not break into the gun store? You're dressed for the gun store. You're dressed to be going in there and stealing a bunch of guns, but you're going to choose the church? Yeah. No, yeah, no. He's going into the little nursery area, but you're not going into the office where they keep all the ties. I know they've like they've talked about the gate of the person a lot. Mm -hmm. Like we all know people that walk like that. Like I don't think it's that distinct that they make it out to be. 
See, what I would do is if this is like a stalker situation or someone who knew her because she posts where she's at doing these classes and stuff all the time, who's viewing her page all these like all the time? You know, you can get all this data from Facebook, LinkedIn, all that. Yeah, you can see how many times someone viewed the page, her page and all that. Yeah. I don't know if they've done that, but still. If they have, they're not saying anything. I feel like it's someone who showed up to kill Messi. Yeah. But who Mm -hmm. it is, don't know. Thanks for not giving us an ending. You're welcome. (laughs) Again. Okay, so this was the unsolved murder of Missy Beavers. And this is Over My Dead Pod. Goodbye.